So, uh, hi, Greg. Hey, Mike. Uh, what you doing? I'm sitting at the kitchen table talking to you. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm sitting at my sound booth. You're, you're, you don't have a sound booth? No, you, you got to see my setup. I, I have a, uh, a wireless charger sitting on a box and uh, my phone on top of that and a headset plugged into my phone. Nice. State of the art. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm connecting to you with my phone, but it's only plugged into like a charger to keep make sure it doesn't die. Uh, and then and then I'm recording you with a USB converter sound card. Nice. Yeah. All semi-amateurish. Yeah. I I could have sworn you'd have a sound booth. I I you know honestly I'd never seen you upstairs. And I would have assumed you'd had bought the house knowing that there would have been a sound booth present. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I, you could look at the guy who we bought the house from and tell he was probably tone deaf and had no reason to record anything, so. And you bought the place anyway. Yeah, I bought the place anyway, but, you know, it's, it, it, it had curb appeal and charm and, you know, staging and a pool. Okay. Well, that's and, the you know, the, all, all the important stuff. Nice. Well, no sound booth. We'll have to uh, we'll have we'll have to set you up with one. Yeah, not in the basement though. Why not? No, the the basement. Yeah, that's there are a lot of fumes down there. Yeah, but it's and I guess probably yeah, I guess light, That's true, but you know, probably lightheaded podcasting is. I mean, it might make for great entertainment, but um, yeah, we might not get very many episodes because you know aneurysms or strokes or something like that that's a that's a danger of podcast listening oh for sure well i mean if you pick a bad podcast and <laughs> and uh and it's one that makes your ears want to bleed then yeah for sure yeah right now i'm just distracted i'm watching a bug crawl up my wall you bought the house anyway yeah with the bug crawling up the wall and everything don't don't kill it no mercy in my house no, if my house were a dojo, my house would be Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. So, uh, did we get any listener emails? Yeah, we sure did, from someone named Donatello. Okay. And Donatello says, I can't get the email to load. It's okay, let me look it up. Dear Greg and Mike, love the show. Is there any way to get an autographed photo for my little sister? She has an incurable condition known as variola and is a huge fan. I know it would make her feel better to know that you had taken the time to write to her. Anyway, I also have a problem I hope you guys can solve. Well, that's what we're good at. Mm-hmm. See, I have this book report to write about Catcher in the Rye, and I don't want to read it. Can you summarize it for me so that I can get an A on my book report and still have time to alphabetize my t-shirts by color? Regards, Donatello. So, Greg, have you read Catcher in the Rye? Uh, no, I have not read Catcher in the Rye. Wow. That is, um, that one's about baseball, right? Uh, well, yeah, that's it the, is. I've read it. I was forced to at one that's point. That's the one you're forced at. I was never, well... I probably was technically forced to, but much like many books that I uh, 
was assigned in high school, I, I, I didn't read it. So I probably was supposed to read Catcher in the Rye, but I did not. Um, that's the one about the um, that's the one about the guy who's like the ghost talks to him and tells him to build a baseball field in the middle of a uh, field of rye. Right, and he like if you and tells him enough, he builds it. He's gonna meet his dead relatives, something like that. That's, uh, that's catching the right, right? That's the one. It might be. I don't remember how it starts. I remember eventually he like joins a, a fishing vessel and goes to sea, and maybe like the captain's name is something weird, like Jezebel. Does that sound right? I think I think that's the one about the whale. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is the, that's the opening line of the book. Call me Jezebel. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm, let me think. Is that the one? Is that the one with a guy named Tom Jode? Uh, that's the that's the that's the guy about the uh, no, that's the one about the grape salesman. Oh, okay. Yeah, the you know the uh, death of a grape salesman. That's what that one is. Huh. Thought that was a play. Well, it was a first a book, but then they converted it to a play. But the play was based on the the uh, sitcom in the eighties. Really? Yeah. Tom Joad was played by Willem Dafoe. Actually, I don't know if you know that. I did not. I didn't, what's the what was the name of the sitcom? You know, they they named it something different, like something cute for TV, like "That's My Grape" or something. I can't remember exactly. Uh, there was always some sort of uh, misunderstanding, and he had a foreign neighbor. It didn't really follow the book at all, um, but the character's name, you know, was the same same name as as the one in, in the book. And then, you know, then when they converted it to the play, it, they got back to its roots a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the sitcom was a a huge failure. Huh. Yeah. Um, apparently there, yeah, the, cause if you read the book, you know, it, death is in the title. So of course it's very depressing. So that kind of doesn't translate well to, to sitcoms. That's so, true. Yeah. And the eighties, they really weren't about tasteless humor in the eighties. It was, you know, it was more like cute characters with one liners and small children, uh, who are adopted by rich people and stuff like that. That was that was, that was kind of like the whole '80s, yeah, deal. So, Catcher in the Rye, what what is it about? We're saying it's not about baseball, then, because I thought it was definitely about baseball. That might be how it starts. Uh, I think, I think it's got to do with just like this one snotty seventeen-year-old kid. That's the Hunger Games that you're thinking of. Oh, think. that could be. That could be. Yeah, yeah. I never read that um, though. I only saw the movies. Oddly enough, the movie. Movies uh, yeah. are a lot funnier than the book. Just, oh, just so you know, they were pretty funny, but I don't think they're literature. And actually, now that I think of it, I don't think Catch of the Rye is either. Hmm. In fact, wasn't it really just something that was written on the back of um, box fur, like Bran Flakes? The story of Catch in the Rye. Yeah, you know, the original Bran Flakes box had Catcher in the Rye written on the back, and it was a short story about how Bran Flakes were invented. How how small was the font for it to fit on the back of a of a cornflakes box or bran flakes rather? 
the the font size was two, but it was also written in wingdings, so nobody knew that whether it was correct or not. So, I think the finished copy was written in wingdings. I don't. I didn't get it. Yeah, I think it kind of loses something in the in the translation when. If you were to translate it into Comic Sans, would it make sense? It would be funnier. Yeah, and and everyone would hate it more, and it would be it would be less professional in Comic Sans. What is comic? What is it Sans of? It's a French font, so um, or the the modifier of without goes before, you know. So it's comic. So it's it, it's saying it's without comedy. So. Oh, and why is this funny? I wonder if the creators of the font were trying to be um, ironic. Yeah, probably. That's that's popular in France, right? Mm-hmm, Irony absolutely. and camp. Exactly, and you know what the I think I think problem with the problem maybe with Comic Sans too, and this might be the same problem as with Catra Marai. I think it might be. I think it's a branding problem. Yeah, I think if they you know they redid the whole thing, did a campaign, and they and they just made it like pumpkin spice Comic Sans and pumpkin spice Catra Marai. Oh, that I would think, sell definitely during the holidays. Once September, well, actually, no, they start selling pumpkin spice at like in the middle of June now. Yeah. So, like, at the on the first day of spring, you know, if they start advertising the new pumpkin spice catcher in the rye and the new pumpkin spice comic sands, I think we'd have two runaway hits on our hands. Nice. So, I think that when it comes down to it, catcher in the rye is about brand flakes and baseball okay baseball is america's pastime and people already like baseball but they don't like brand flakes so people are just generally apathetic about catcher in the rye so if donatello wants to wow his teacher with his book report you know he should go on to talk about the baseball and the brand flakes and how they cancel each other out and how and that makes it so everyone is just kind of apathetic about catcher in the rye but if he pitches this pumpkin spice idea um, which I'm trademarking right now, by the way. Okay. Pumpkin spice catch on the right. I think he would have a solid chance at an A, maybe even an A plus. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. yeah, people do like baseball. I I'm, I don't get it, but people do like baseball. Well, would you get it if it were pumpkin spice baseball? Uh, no, I don't like I don't like pumpkin spice either. How about bacon baseball? I like bacon. I, I see where you're going, but I'm not sure how we got here. Why are we trying to sell Catch from the Rye again? Oh, we're trying to we're trying to punch it up so that we can get Donatello an A plus on his report. Oh, oh, that's right. If, okay. I think if he doesn't know what it's about, and we really don't know what it's about, maybe if we can pitch this fluffy, high minded idea of ours about the the rebranding of the Catch from the Rye. The brilliance of that may shine through and replace the lack of knowledge and reading of Catcher in the Rye. Okay. But I, I think we do know what it's about. It's about baseball, and it's mm-hmm. about brand flakes, and it's about don't be a phony. Also also serial killers, or is it just that serial killers like Catcher in the Rye? Uh, it might have some uh, subtext about serial killing. Or it just might be a comfort to serial killers who find themselves to not be phonies or find themselves to be phonies. I'm not sure. Isn't that whole idea of finding yourself kind of phony, though? Like, that's such it's such a phony cliche that I must find myself. Or were you talking about it in, in a far less self-reflective 
No, I was just saying I think serial killers are the most real people there are, maybe. This is true. If we want to get the dad joke buy-in, right, because this is already about brand flakes, we can change serial killer to serial killer and make it about someone who's killing brand flakes and who likes baseball. And serial is a great podcast. This is true. All right, I think we've solved it, Donatello. Actually, just plagiarize everything that we've said here and just write that down. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sum it up. Yeah. Condense it. I mean, you know, put us in your bibliography or whatever. But yeah, just, you know, feel free to just totally, you know, plagiarize, you know, put quotes at the beginning and quotes at the end. If he puts us into uh, the bibliography, it's not plagiarism anymore, right? Well, it's it is if he just you know quotes us directly for the entire paper and doesn't put it in his own words. Even if he cites us, it's still plagiarism. All right, you're the expert. Hey, if there's anything I know in this world, it's getting busted for plagiarism. All right. Hey, you want to do some haikus? Sure. All right. So you wrote a haiku. I did. I wrote a haiku. Would you like to read yours first? Sure. I would do a dramatic reading, but then I'm getting too old to know if that is cool or ironic or I just, so I'm just going to read it because if you think it's cool and it's really terrible, that is ironic. And that makes it good, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's terrible, no matter what I win, I'm just going to go for it because, you know, they say if you don't put yourself out there, then you'll never take a risk. And then if you never take a risk, you'll always be safe. And I like to be safe. So it sounds like you're talking yourself out of it. I'm just going to go for it. So serial killer, bacon, pumpkin, spice, bran flakes, make it all better. Nice. Yeah. That, that sums it up. Maybe he can just plagiarize your poem. Oh yeah, the uh, that haiku just kind of is the it is the book report. It, it's it's the essence of the book report. It's concise. Teachers like concise, right? Well, not high school English teachers. They don't think concise is good. They like blathering. They do, unless it's poetry. Say, I wrote, I summed it up in a haiku, and then they love it. They eat that up. Mm. Well, they do say that brevity is wit, right? Uh, I thought wit was brevity. Uh, no, wit is, wit is the soul of brevity, right? Right. All right, so you have a haiku, right? I do. I wrote a haiku. It's about what we talked about. Well, we didn't talk about variola, so it must not be about that. Well, it's it. Well, sort of. You know, can I just say that asking for an autograph picture from two people who have not released uh, an episode of the podcast, can, can I just say that that seems a little suspect to me? It seems like pandering, maybe just a little bit. Okay, suspect how? I mean, like you're you're not okay with pandering? Oh, I I love pandering. It just it. I mean, it seems like maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it's a little much. Okay, to each their own, Greg. Yeah, you know, and variola isn't that like that's that's smallpox, right? Uh yeah, yeah, it's pretty deadly. When did we get this email? I'm afraid that that maybe we missed our window here. Uh, and cause I don't even have a headshot. Like, I think the best I can offer is like 
a Facebook picture with a, a you know Facebook profile picture with a watermark on it, maybe unless it doesn't have to be of, of me and it you know it could be of a cat or something. Then you know it didn't ask for pictures of us. It just said an autographed picture. Yeah. Oh, we don't even have to autograph it. Could be someone else's autograph. We could you know like get you know Weird Al or Dwight Evans or Tony the Tiger. So if we we took a very soft interpretation of what Donatello meant, we can mm-hmm. we can literally mean anything. A picture of anybody with anyone's autograph. It doesn't have to be the picture of the. Doesn't have to be the autograph of the people in the picture. No, we could well, and we could even just you know take a, a screenshot of something that's being sold on eBay that has an autograph on it. Not that I want to get out of buying. Something because well no I do I'm I do I don't want to buy I'm I'm cheap and it's not like she's a it's not like she's a variola acquaintance that's a dad joke if I ever heard one oh yeah I'm yeah I'm, well my yeah my kid's just getting old enough where he can you know soon well I mean he's not quite two but soon he will be able to appreciate dad jokes I gotta I gotta practice so I I want her to get better from her variola. So I want her to feel better. So let's get her something nice. Maybe not a photo of us. Maybe a signed uh, smallpox vaccination. That'd be great. Because, yeah, it's a virus, right? Yeah. Otherwise, we could just get some penicillin or something. Maybe there's a smallpox vaccine somewhere. And maybe we can just get a signed copy of that. We have to do some research to figure out um, who invented it first. I don't know. It's probably in Atlanta, though. I'm sure we can get it from the CDC. Probably. My wife's from Georgia. I think she has connections. Well, good. That works. So it's all good. Uh, So you wrote a haiku, right? I did. Okay, here's my haiku. Paper, pages, words. Haven't you heard of Cliff's Notes? Feel better, Phoebe. Did you like it? Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. His sister's name is Phoebe. I just made it up because I have no idea. He he didn't say uh, so. I just I just named her Phoebe. Is that? I was just wondering if is that, that presumptuous. No, it's not presumptuous. I mean, it's a it's a wonderful name. I was just wondering if I was so self absorbed that I just I didn't hear because you know her name because it wasn't about me. I don't know. No, no, um, no, no. All we know is she has variola. Uh, we I was looking for a name that sounded like a Donatello sister sort of name, and then also something mm-hmm. uh, that was two syllables. So Phoebe oh, worked. Uh, yeah, I could see a, a Phoebe and a, and a Donatello being in the same, you know, being part of the family. So, oh, great. Where can other people write to us, Greg? Do you have an idea? I don't. Are you going to tell me? Because I would like to know. I will. They can write to us at haiku or die at gmail dot com. Oh, that's right. We do have an email address. I I kind of forgot. I should get you the password for it so you can check it too. Yeah, well, or you you know, you can just, you can do all of the work and I'll just show up and talk sometimes. That works for me. Okay. Cool. Well, Greg, I think that about does it. What say you? I I say what you say. Say all right. you, say me, right? That's how it goes. I think that's how it goes. Yeah. Well, thanks, Greg. It's well, been real. You. Indeed it has. Well, it's been virtually real because we're not in the same room, but. Yeah. Like cyber real. It's been literally real. Literally real. Literally and literally real, right? 
right. or literally. I don't know. Can it, it? It's one or both or the other. It's literally or it's literally or maybe it's just literally. I don't know. It sounds like a dad joke coming along though. Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 a dad joke being birthed from the the loins of comedy. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs>